podcast hosted by two men who eat salad um youngs is with me youngs how are you bro i'm good man i had a great salad today yeah one of the best salads yeah men can eat salad women can eat steak here um (laughs) glad you're tuned in for another episode we got a good one for you um first thing i gotta i gotta set a guideline men can't worship worship women Women only got to worship, man. That's it. Yeah, we got a good episode besides, you know, the casual misogyny. Yeah. Um, Special guest in the building. Young, if you want to introduce our guest, man. Uh, Our good friend Carm is here joining us. Carm, say hello to the people. Hi. Um, I don't know about that last comment you made. Um, We're going to talk about that later. (laughs) Just putting that out there. Hi, I am excited to be here. I also had a salad today instead of a steak. There we go. See, we're eating healthy here. You know why we're eating healthy? So that way we can give you guys like 700 more episodes. That's exactly. Yeah, so we brought Karm here for a reason because uh, me and Lee talk to Karm often. And the one thing we noticed that she enjoys a lot is musicals. So we're like, how can we talk about musicals, at least in a way that me and Lee or the majority of people will know. So we thought, what if we did it? What if we talked about like Disney music? So like, Karm, what can you tell us about Disney music and like the role Disney music has in your life? Like, is it something big oh. that you pay attention to or not really? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've been into like Disney music since I was literally like three, four. And I, yeah, I go hand. It you early. I yeah it's like cigarettes early and (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's like um cigarettes actually it might be (laughs) it just might be um no yeah because I still like I'll play songs for my students and like they don't know the words but I do and it's like to like new songs like from like Encanto and they're like why do you know this you're a grown adult and I'm like oh well do you play like that stuff at all yeah of course. They need they the know culture. Those? Um, yeah, they've got yeah. like Little Mermaid, the the classics, the, the big princess ca- classics, not the like actual classics. What about the what about like some of the newer? I don't know. I guess I'm asking because I'm curious. But do they know like Lilo and Stitch and? Oh yeah. Some of the some of the ones that came like later on in our lives, um, that weren't like that were relatively new when we were younger. Or is that something that missed them? 
no yeah they know they are big on like what's big for them like frozen of course mm-hmm. Encanto, uh coco like movies like that they're bigger on because they're also in that weird age that doesn't really like the 2d looking movies it's very interesting yeah like they're like why why would i want to watch that it's boring and i'm like it's culture <laughs> but whatever yeah they're like that Lee, how about you, man? What what role does Disney music play for you? You know, not a big <laughs> one. Um, I I got I got to be honest with the people. It's a minor character in this my life. Was, you know, that's gonna make this conversation extremely interesting because we, we've, of, like, yeah, we, we've done a lot of episodes here. I think this is fifty three or fifty four. Um, some some weird prep weeks. This is the weirdest prep week I've <laughs> ever had for an episode. I I like made I like made myself get in the car and drive around for like an hour to listen to a lot of these songs um yeah not not a huge disney kid growing up i i I don't know why i think a lot of these movies just like missed me so it was definitely interesting to listen to some of the songs and you know because for the prep i really just looked at like a bunch of like internet lists like hey what are the best disney songs people talking about them so it's interesting to see the songs that people gravitated to without having the context of the films a lot of the time like it can be kind of hard to separate some of the songs that are kind of just good on their own merit versus a song that might just be okay but it's not like a really pivotal scene in the movie or like it's legendary for that so that that was fun um that that was kind of fun to do yeah that's gonna make our conversation today um after we talk a little bit we end up doing a draft but it's gonna make it interesting on like lead straight up judging strictly on music like (laughs) obviously me and Carm uh more fans of this kind of thing so we're gonna have those attachments (laughs) lee was talking about and just like think god and some nostalgia and some stuff that's like stayed with us for a while and yeah lee's gonna be judging it straight off on the music um so lee i'm assuming you went all over the place right like you were just looking at these lists and you heard stuff from like the last 10 years stuff from the last 60 years stuff from the last 30 years right yeah and when i was checking out there was like a, a heavy bias to like more classic stuff um towards older movies and like the original versions there was a little bit of bias oh, yeah. towards that some new stuff did kind of make its way in the list but there was definitely a bias towards uh old older stuff for sure um so there's kind of like three factions of Disney movies, I think, um, kind of like this rise and fall they had. They obviously started off super early and like there's like the Pinocchio and the Fantasia and Dumbo and Bambi. And that's really when they were like making their mark and, you know, going into the Cinderella's and Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan. Like we're talking from 1935 all the way until like no. 1972 um i think oh, that really oh yep see so Carm, i was gonna ask you like what what do you notice in that that's consistent compared to what disney does later on like what's uh it feels like a homework question um <laughs> i <laughs> i don't do you have, do you have like, any opinions like... on the early let me change it do you have any the opinions ma- on the early disney stuff songs you said or stuff songs songs they're more like lullaby and very like uh, like very Mm -hmm. 
ding, 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 ding. Like all those very like musicality. They're very like classical sounding until you hit like maybe like the 60s when like, I don't know, it like changes. Like it gets more like jazzy, swingy. Yeah, I mean, we can call it what it is. It, they're pretty simplistic early on. Like so you said, you're saying like... That's a nicer lull- way to say it, yeah. yeah. Like you were talking about like lullabies and that sort of thing. It was very simple tones and really like easy writing, just trying to get rhyme schemes down. And it was really the images that kind of get them to pop. Mm-hmm. Um, when we do our draft, I'm probably going to pick a lot of them just because I have a lot of uh, memories attached to some of the early stuff. Ah. Uh, and I really do like the music, but yeah, as, as we get on to, I mean, then the next section is kind of this down period of animation movie wise, where there's not really music involved. There's the rescuers, there's Fox and the Hound, the great mouse detective. Like these aren't the musicals that got Disney really going and they start up again with Oliver and company. And it starts like a renaissance where we get Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, Pocahontas, Hercules, Mulan. Like this is the fucking golden age of Disney. This is the one that kind of brings them to the point that they're unstoppable. Yeah. Um, Lee, I'm assuming this is the area that you heard a lot of music from. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of this. And yeah, especially like on that early era and even some of this. I don't want to like give too much away from my draft, but I will say like kind of a take. I don't think Disney like the ballads. I don't think they really do those very good. Like the stuff with like super slow tempos. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like a lot of those are probably more like uh, heart strung moments, like in the film. So that's probably why I miss a lot of that. But a lot of them just isolated or just like not great listens for sure. But yeah, definitely heard a lot from like that era that you just brought up. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to fully agree just because, again, like you said, a lot of it has to do with the visuals and like the point of the story and movie and that. But I will say it's hard for me to just listen to those by themselves. I, I, Carm, you mentioned that you play stuff in class, but like when you play stuff in class or you listen to Disney music by yourself how often is it the more upbeat jazzy like Billy Joel and Elton John stuff compared to the yeah. Beauty and the Beast music um okay don't hate on Beauty and the Beast <laughs> second of all <laughs> Beauty and the Beast has some great songs okay. no it does it does I got one on my short list oh, yeah. <laughs> um uh no yeah it's mainly like the 90s and up mainly because born in the 90s so like that's just the era or technically i guess it's the 80s and up the music i listen to if you're including like little mermaid but yeah this just i don't know that's just like the generation and then like the emotional connection you have to it the like nostalgia like you said it's just like i don't know yeah but it's not the no it's not the 50s 40s 30s music because so then Disney, after like this golden period that we're talking about, they do the same fuck up. They go back to making animated movies without music. We get like Emperor's New Groove, which I like, and I like Lilo and Stitch. There's some music there in Atlantis. And I was like, Atlantis? Yeah. Treasure um, Planet. Treasure Planet was like a big thing for them and Brother Bear. You know, though they're really focusing on that. And then we kind of we haven't really gotten a lot of newer musical stuff. Um I mean, Princess and the Frog uh, 
John Musker and Ron Clements, who've been working with Disney since the 80s. So that was kind of their return was Princess and the Frog. And there's a lot of good music I like in that. Um, mm-hmm. Lee, I don't know if you got into that. Soundtrack. I don't think I'm, I don't think I made anything that I don't think I made anything that new. Okay. Carm, how do we feel about Princess and the Frog? The, wow. the return to the Disney musical in the first Black Princess. Well, it's that, but it's also like the second to last film like of that style. Um, my friend actually is on the, she was on the story. No, oh, that one she was on animation for. So like, yeah, she's like really cool. She used to work for Disney. <laughs> she worked on like Z- uh, Zootopia Winnie the Pooh movie, Simpsons movie, like stuff like that. She did animation and she did the story for. But she said like going into there, there's just like so much detail they put into it. And The Princess and the Frog, I really like just because it has that music from like the New Orleans, like the uh, like way down by the river. Yes. And like my family is big on jazz music. My grandpa was a jazz band conductor. So like stuff like that is like uh, it's home for me. And (laughs) Anika Noni Rose killed that. And she's the very first like black animated Disney princess. Like Mm -hmm. and then she has to be a frog for like half of the movie. But we're not going to talk about that. It's okay. No, I mean, listen, there is a racial (laughs) component that we will definitely get to when it comes to like this disney stuff um i know lee pointed out to me there was like an aristocats song in there that was just wildly racist to yeah americans and like disney has had that re- track record i feel like i know literally exactly what you're talking about but i'm gonna mm-hmm. say the nothing. siamese cats yeah um yeah it's I, not, yes. lady and the lady and the tramp yeah that just part a little, is insane a little, little behind the scenes for y'all <laughs> i heard that song today and wait which like, one we are uh, siamese, the, the siamese or... yeah yeah the siamese yeah. casually <laughs> and i was like all right like I'm just, <laughs> yeah this you is definitely like from an old movie or whatever so mm-hmm. i like but i was like nah this is crazy so i sent it to youngest no. and he was like yeah no nah, you're right this is crazy <laughs> that or even like um there's a song in dumbo Mm-hmm. Dumbo there's, when, um, when I see the there, there's one fly. in like every single one yeah. like it's bad song of the south the whole movie the whole movie just mm-hmm. I mean Peter Pan's very very oh, bad in the way make the red man red Ooh. yeah um there's some stuff in... I love Peter there's... Pan that junk hurts it hurts <laughs> hurts yeah. me I mean listen I I still watch him I understand I'm an adult that knows that's not how Native Americans behave and yeah, the very westernized look at everything for every culture in all these movies. So yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you pointed out the Princess and the Frog thing because, like you said, it was a major historic moment, and we got our first Black Disney princess. Um, we got John Musker and Ron Clements back, and then she's a frog for half of the movie. Um, I mean, yeah, no, it's wild to just look at this stuff through time and be like, just see mm-hmm. like just how uh suspect some of it is and then you even see it happen in more modern stuff like these things will just always kind of exist in our media um mm-hmm. but yeah some of these yeah some are more obvious than others for sure <laughs> yeah and you're like what did they say <laughs> <laughs> but to the disney eras there's like after that 90s peak that we discussed they've kind of been shying away from music and we've seen some music um, spill over to the Pixar side of things. Um, We talked about jazz and there's a lot of music in soul, Um, but really the only, the only big musicals they've had 
since 2009 are The Princess and the Frog, um, Moana, and Frozen. And I, I have not seen it. And, and <gasps> what is wrong with you? Are you serious? <laughs> Honestly, it's one of the few I haven't seen. Like, I'm looking at this list. It's... There are very few I haven't seen. And Kanto, I have not gotten to yet. Um, it's Lemon Wall Miranda lyrically. Like, okay, Wax well, Moana is also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah, You're on yeah. the soapbox. Yeah, Mo- Moana is also Lin-Manuel Miranda. And just the way he's such a literal freaking genius, it, it blows my mind. <laughs> like the rhymes he can... Like who na- who rhymes freaking... Hold on. I forgot what I'm he rhymed. hip-hop right now. Let's get into it. Yeah. Kid, yeah. honestly... I can Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's not, rhyme, he not phenomenon. rhyming like Smino, respectfully. No. <laughs> respectfully. No, not exactly <laughs> like that. I'm no, I'm saying, like, I'm sure he's doing all right. Like, I'm sure listen, it's cool. Lin-Manuel Miranda can write rhymes, but he's no rock marchion. You know what I mean? You haven't even listened to Encanto, so you don't have an opinion. I haven't seen the crazy part. So, yeah, there's you're sleeping on two of the best soundtracks. I'm just putting that out there. Encanto is literally beautiful story, beautiful music. Hated the music the first time I watched it, not gonna lie. Had to watch it a second time, and then I was like, oh, I love it. And then I was singing, We Don't Talk About Bruno for months, months, I tell you. All right. I mean, I'm glad that we have someone here that can kind of vouch for that stuff. You need to listen to it. Yeah, it's a blind spot for me. Um, yeah, I I do want to check out. I have to check out both of them. But yeah, Moana, Moana's return of Musker and Clements again. Like those two, they don't miss. Honestly, <laughs> outside of maybe Treasure Planet, but they they are really the forefathers of Disney and kind of like really propelling them forward. Um, same with Rich Moore, Phil Johnston, um, uh, Alan, Alan, Men- Alan who? Menken? Is that his name? I might have made that up. It's very possible. <laughs> you, it's you might be right. Roger Allen's Allers? No. Okay. Yeah, Alan Men- Menken. Okay, tell us he, about Alan Menken. I'm not. He's. Sure. Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Pocahontas. Uh, I think he did parts of Lion King as well. Oh, as in a voice actor? I don't think so. No, No, he's a composer. A composer. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Beautiful. Is there any other thoughts on Disney movies we want to tackle, Karn? What else do we want to dig into? Like, okay, I noticed something something that maybe we can talk about a little bit and how you guys feel about it. Lee, I don't know if it's something you really noticed, but early on the early Disney movies, whether it was for wage reasons or just kind of how the industry worked at the time, there were voice actors, actors that specialized in voiceovers and stuff. And you heard a lot of these people kind of with similar personalities across characters that kind of built this Disney brand. Um, the most famous one for me is Phil Harris, who played Baloo in Jungle Book, played Thomas O'Malley in Aristocats, played Little John Cryer in Robin Hood. Like his job was just do voices for Disney. And then as we like grow and 
there needs to be a little bit more of a gimmick to get people in theaters. We start seeing like more famous actors like Jeremy Irons do Lion King. You know, the, these are actors that are talented and can sing, but they are actors first. They're not voice. Um, they're not voice actors. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, is there like a preference you have there? Is there, is that something you noticed um, when someone's um, singing that's not really like, that's not their specialty per se? Um, no, I know a large portion of that is having, um, the correct, uh, like people with the correct, like ethnic backgrounds also do the voice acting. Cause like, again, <laughs> before it was just like white people doing all the voices and you're kind of like, I don't know that that's okay. Yeah. Like, like again, if I'm going to like Dumbo times, which I shouldn't Dumbo when they did, um, when I see an elephant fly, super racist song, super racist song. And it's, it's white men singing as black crows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was just very like, um, perhaps. You're doing an shouldn't. impersonation. Very yes, it's very uh, like minstrelsy, very, yeah. So I think that's a big reason. Um, Some actors, I'm like, okay, I feel like they just threw them in here because of their big name. Yeah, I mean, um, like, like you, can you notice the rock when you are listening the rock to the rock sing in Moana? Yes, one hundred percent. Actually, compared to something like I mentioned, Phil Harris or other voice actors early on that were singing these songs that felt I don't know more endemic to their characters instead of the personalities they carry outside of the films. That was a hard comparison because they actually did really well with his character because he's like okay. a big macho. Like he yeah. did, but he's also he is also like well seasoned at this point. Like he's mm-hmm. obviously he's Dwayne Johnson, The Rock Johnson. So there's mm-hmm. that. But like, no, he actually did a good job. I'm trying to think of an example who I'm like, why were they even in this movie? And it's like really difficult. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure too many of them have been like noticeably bad, but I I think I can mm-hmm. tell the difference between someone that is a voice actor and someone who's not of that's just a celebrity or just an actor that is doing voiceovers if that makes sense i feel like yeah. there's a level of charisma that comes with a voice actor well i mean okay it's a very unpopular opinion okay so oh, the okay. live action lion king you got a hot take from <laughs> live action lion king i am one i'm just not a big fan i know like i love me some beyonce but i didn't need <laughs> that whole moment and i love donald glover love him but like why did they need to do it that's not like seth rogan love him not my favorite like those two are not my favorite timon and pumba i like the original yes i could just step out of the animated space we do these remakes like the the rendition of the songs that they are re-singing has not gone over very no and it's just like, ugh. like y'all could have kept that. I did not like Lion King. I feel bad about it because I liked Aladdin and I feel like I shouldn't have. All right, Lee, before we start digging into the draft, could tell us a little bit, like what Disney movies have you seen that you, that you feel like you can you know, recall? Um, we don't have to talk about the major ones you've missed because that will get people yelling. But which here, okay, so going back through the songs, it was kind of interesting to like hear songs that like struck like a memory for me even if I couldn't remember the movie like uh Bear Necessities was one with Jungle Book even like a um 
Under the Sea with like the Little Mermaid was another one. Like some of these, like I'm sure I've seen a decent amount of these movies. I don't like, I don't know. I have like I I can't remember stuff, but you know I'm sure, I'm sure I've seen some of these movies, right? Yeah, like yeah. stuff was clicking when you were hearing. Stuff. Yeah, like definitely there were a lot of songs that I heard, and I was like, I've heard this song before, which means I've probably seen the movie at some point. <laughs> like, oh my god. Uh, but yeah. Who who knows? This might have inspired me to go watch uh, some movies. Yeah, Maybe. I mean they're a good background fodder, especially when you're older. Um, yeah. I remember when Disney Plus came out, just like everyone else, I was revisiting a lot of these, and I just had them on in yep. the background while I was working. Yeah, um, you know, you hear some good music, you might peep over, check a scene or two. It's it's good for that. Um, but let's let's get to the main event. You know, Carm's been preparing all week. Lee's oh, been God. preparing all week. I'm coming in. I've listened to so many week. songs, man. It's crazy how many songs I listened to for this. Yeah. Hundreds of songs, literally. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, and we are going to spin <sighs> the wheel, see who picks first. Yes, sir. My favorite part. One five rounds. Yes. Wow! 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 Carm, you've got you've got the first pick. That's a oh lot. God! Okay. Set in the time. So, um, hold on, and then <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Lee, you got pick number two. Okay. So, Carm, Lee, me, we're gonna go uh, five rounds, five songs each of us. Uh, mm-hmm. The only rule we have is it has to be a Disney animated movie. We can include Pixar movies if we feel so inclined. No live action. So that includes the remakes and the renditions from the remakes. It includes High School Musical and Mary Poppins and a lot of those early ones because, frankly, I don't really think it's worth talking about. Man, I'm a little bit of a dictator. Um, but yeah, I mean, you excited, Carm? You ready? Do you, do you yeah. I, bre- I briefed Carm beforehand. I think she has a decent grasp on what is going kind on. Of, I was yeah. kind of, I was scared that she was going to get the first pick. And of course she got the first pick. So <laughs> I was a little scared of that, but like she, she's been prepped. I, I think, I think we have a decent idea of what's going on. <laughs> We're going to find out. So yeah. that'll, <laughs> that'll be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Do I go? Yes. The floor is yours. All first? right. So I'm just going to go and swipe this while I can. And I am taking circle of life with me because See, you're already a pro because that's a fantastic pick. It's literally it's out in John. It's that like nobody like, you know, circle of life. You've never heard, never watched Disney movie. Like Lee, why am I? <laughs> I just gestured to you. Like you were next yeah. to me anyway. <laughs> Lee, do mm. you like? Do you know Circle of Life? Like, did you know what Circle of Life was without yeah. having heard Disney? I mean, of course, like, like the chant, like the chant at the beginning. It's very, uh, wah, bah, very, it's bah, very bah, wah, bamboo. Yeah, everybody knows what's going on with Circle of Life for sure. Like Carmen Twil, like it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful. Yeah, and uh, like we said, performed by Elton John. Like they went and got a heavy hit- hitter for this. Um, they put a lot of time and investment in lion king lion king he wrote the yeah yeah genius genius um maybe so i think it's the correct pick 
I think it's the best song on the Lion King soundtrack. It's not my favorite on the Lion King soundtrack. It's not the one I return to the it's most. It's not my favorite either, which is crazy. Okay. All right. Yeah. So maybe but it's our a favorites will get picked soon. Um, Lee, what do we got for second pick here? So something that's going to happen, again, just a little little warning for y'all. Pretty much every time I pick a song, I'm going to ask if this is like an okay song. You know, I don't know like <laughs> what's allowed and what's not. So um is is eye to eye an acceptable pick here uh fuck you first of all yes uh, it's from a a goofy movie a goofy movie yeah it is acceptable it is acceptable it was on my list i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick eye to eye right here uh my number one overall seed um out of every song i listened to one of the songs that sounded like it could be isolated from the disney universe the most obviously tevin campbell legendary r&b singer um mm-hmm. i'm a big tevin campbell fan so hearing that song anyways i had actually heard the song before um roby is a huge fan of the song roby loves the song mm-hmm. so i heard it from him and yeah it's super great <clears throat> like the energy of it is super fun like you can easily see it fitting into like a kid's movie but you could also see it like fitting into someone's like new jack swing like jam playlist kind of joint so i got i gotta go eye to eye right here that is a great pick um i've actually never seen goofy movie but if there's one thing i've heard a lot of songs from a goofy movie that soundtrack really stands out and the tevin campbell joint definitely um is the one there oh man i get back to back here yes sir um let's see God, there's so many options. Um, I think I'm going to go with You'll Be In My Heart from Tarzan by Phil Collins, who another heavy hitter Disney at the time in the 90s. Crazy. Yeah, just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, they tap him in to come do uh, a Disney movie and he brings all the percussions. Um, I had the VHS for Tarzan, watched it a lot, and there weren't always like special features on VHSs. You know, that was a big thing with like DVDs. But after Tarzan's credits ran, there was like a little subsection that showed Phil Collins like working on the soundtrack. Mm. And I stayed and watched it every time. It was so much fun. Just like watching him do the drums and all the percussion and stuff and how it they put it split screen with the animation. Um there's a scene where like the monkeys and stuff are playing with the drums and one of my one of my favorite parts, but big fan of Tarzan. How do we feel about Tarzan Khan? We freaking love Tarzan. It's Phil Collins, as you just said. And freaking even like I think the song you're talking. Never mind. Just in case I want to keep that in my arsenal. So I'm oh. I'm gonna wait that out. <laughs> but that song you're talking about, I love it. They even have on the like the album, they have a cover of it with InSync. Like hello is in sync. I love InSync. So yeah, I love me some Tarzan. Tarzan is probably I wanna say like my <clears throat> second or third favorite Disney soundtrack. It's amazing. Yeah, we'll talk after we draft so we can get more specific on what our favorite soundtracks are. But I think it's very different between like favorite movie and favorite soundtrack. There's mm-hmm. variants there for sure. Um, my next pick is going to be from my favorite Disney movie. Uh, very comfortable saying that. And 
I'm trying to I'm trying to get the name exactly right. I want to be like you. Um, uh, from the Jungle Book, it is like context for the scene and why I love it so much. Like you get to this point where Mowgli is like just lost in the jungle and he ends up by the orangutans and the monkeys and they want to learn how man makes fire. And that was something that like kind of stuck with me as a kid because it, I don't know how it felt like the sleaziest thing I've ever seen. in. <laughs> like think about like, it feels like something yeah. like an adult movie where someone is lost and then there's just like a sleaze bag. Just like, hey, come here, come here. I want to show you something. Like, and he's trying to sweet talk him into learning how to make fire. And just Baloo comes and tries to save the day. It's one of the funniest scenes in the movie. Just a really good uh, singing by, God, I'm going to be so mad. Louis Prima. That's his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great singing by Louis Prima. Um, I went to Disney World one time when I was like five or six. And I, I'm pretty sure the only memory or the only like keepsake I still have is a King Louie like um, stuffed animal. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a great song. I agree. That's a great song. Harm's our first mean guest. (laughs) Sorry. I can't stop. I love it. I love it. But yeah, it's very funny. Me and Lee can't sing. Yeah, that's true. No musical ability. So for you to sing helps a lot. What do we got for our second thing? Um, This is going pretty good because pretty much everything that is going has been like kind of on my list. So I feel like I'm kind of in a good space right now. That being said, this one is kind of a little bit of a maybe kind of coming out of left field um i was actually kind of wrong this was a, this is a newer song that i have heard off of the princess and the frog um almost there like this is one song that i remember hearing and instantly just thinking of like young black like cousins that i have like young girls who i know who like would want to hear this song and like it's super fly, but like it's super cool. Um, like the jazzy elements of it are great. I mean, like you can definitely tell that it's like made for a kids' movie, but um, it's super like uplifting and fun. And like the vocals are great, she kills it on it. So a little bit of a, a le- one out of left field, but I gotta go almost there because I, I love yeah. this one a lot. Um, Disney movies kind of have a stranglehold on the Oscars when it comes to best original music. And they usually get that those nominations there. And yeah, almost there was the one in 2009 for Princess and the Frog. It's one of the best songs on there. Beautiful. Anika. Noni Rose. Yeah. Tremendous singer there. Beautiful. That, how do we feel about uh, Almost There, Con? Oh, my God. Like, uh, like, it's just so, like, even with the, well, because the whole thing is her like trying to save up to open up her own business and do like exactly what she said her father and her would do together. So like, she just kept saying, I'm almost there. And it's like, she, she's like a princess. Like, you know how all the other princesses are like, I don't get my way. (laughs) And then they go like cry on a bed. (laughs) She only cried on her bed because she thought she was letting her deceased father down. Like she's the most hardworking. I'm sorry. I I love Tiana. She is a hustler. She's a bad like, she is nonstop, just 
And that song, like, all she kept saying is, I'm almost there. And she's not like, I'm going to give up. She's <laughs> almost there, like, constantly. So that's kind of a full message. Yeah. Yes. Carm, we're going back to you. You got back-to-back picks here. I just, okay. So my next one, because I don't know why no one has said it yet, and I really thought y'all were going to steal it from me, and you probably were. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say I'll make a man out of you because – Hello, Donny Osmond, Mulan, the music, the scene. It's just uh, like it gets me. Like I watch it now and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, she's overcoming her battles. And I'm just like freaking out as I watch it. It's just the music. Shang, like, oh, first of all, okay. large crust. Yeah. yeah. Let's not do that <laughs> about cartoon characters and kids' movies. Yeah. That is a grown man. Anyway, <laughs> Shane. He is just... drawing. He is lines on a piece of paper. <laughs> so are we in someone else's movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's think right. about that. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> no, like this, that song is so beautiful. Like it's the, there's the be a man in the back because she's like being forced into this position because she was taking up for her father. But Mulan is also freaking insane and incredible she went to war so her dad didn't have to because he would he would not make it so like she is just like persevering this whole time he thought he was sending her go home pack up you're through and then she's like no i'm gonna climb this pole that mm-hmm. sounded odd but you know what i mean so she climbs it and she's just like yeah did that and like by the end she is like bad af and I just, yeah, that I mean, whole scene is so for like little girls to see that's so like empowering. Listen, I mean, it's empowering for young women. It's also like a great hype montage. It gets me so excited. Like it, it revs you up, it gets you motivated. It wants you to like run through a wall. Like it's a- <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ah, uh, yeah, it's beautiful. And again, Donnie Osmond. Killed it starts it. off amazing. It's one. Of, it's one of the few Disney songs. I bet you, if you started with like the first two or three lines, there's someone that's ear is gonna perk up and instantly know. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, My no. So difficult. Okay. My next one. I'm gonna say. Oh, there's two that I'm like really like. Ugh. Um. There's so many. I think though I'm gonna say everybody wants to be a cat mm. and i feel yeah. like i know <laughs> aristocats obviously and i feel like that's what you're talking about one of the songs you're talking about with the little racist moment that you're like hello like what is hello what was that because it starts it's so nice then it has that little harp moment with duchess and then it goes to like the it's like five songs in one and it's very swingy it's jazzy it's the invention of the beat switch. Every producer after. Yeah. It's so good. It's crazy. Like, the cats are in the house partying, going through the house, just partying. That's crazy. I'm pretty sure they're drunk. Yeah, that too. But... At this point. <laughs> Aristocats. Is... They're in like a speakeasy almost. Kind of thing. <laughs> they literally yeah. go because they make a joke that the kids like can't, the kid cats like shouldn't be in there. 
<laughs> and it's like okay but this is a kids movie but okay disney yeah i, it's I great love that song it was i was gonna take it on the way back i can't believe it got stolen out from under me like that i'm sorry well lee stole eye to eye from me so yeah no no no, no. this is this is why we do drafts. he's like yes i did uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah everybody wants to be a cat that the beat switch at the end, just the last 30 seconds. Yes. Crazy. The visuals help a lot because there's a lot of fucking colors and it's like an acid trip kind of. And they're just going crazy on the bass. And yeah, definitely love that song. Phil Harris, another singer on there that just really steals the show as well. Um, mm-hmm. Lee, have you heard? Did you tap into the Aristocats music at all when you were going through? This song This song was on my list, actually. Um, I'm sorry. Dope track, like you mentioned, the B switch does a good job of like, like keeping you on your toes. Obviously, pretty much all these songs are gonna have a cinematic element to them. Um, but I think the best to me, because someone who doesn't really have like the movie side of it, the ones where you could really feel that cinematic element without that context were kind of like the best. And this is definitely one of those. You can definitely feel that element of it. So yeah, this this is on my list. Very, very fun. Little <laughs> He's like, I'm going to say it one more time. It was also <laughs> on my list. Very fun little team. What do we got, Lee? Carm, that's more of a compliment, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it, it is a compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, something I mentioned, like, wasn't a huge fan of most of the ballads. I feel like they're kind of hard to give, like, an attachment to, like, a grown man who has never really seen <laughs> a movie. So not a lot of great ballads. To me, this is one of the best slower tempo songs. Well, the best slower tempo song. Um, one of the best songs, period. Uh, I got to go with A Whole New World from Aladdin. Like, yeah. this is one definitely like a little bit of a slower tempo, but I can definitely like feel the emotional connection. Like, mm-hmm. I was very engaged with it. Like, like the, like when it hits its peak, I was like, oh, wow, that's actually like um, like really good for, you know, like a kid's movie song. So got to go with A Whole New World right here. Uh Big, big fan of this one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Aladdin has so much great music in it, mm-hmm. but New World, like you said, is probably my favorite ballad. Um, you said the title and I instantly started singing it in my head. I felt like Karn for a second. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> lucky I didn't say it out loud, but uh, how do you feel about a whole new world, Karm? I know you got some. It's a classic it's beautiful it's a song that you always will sing like as soon as every as soon as jasmine's part jasmine's part wow my mouth goes on like i could be like upside down doing something and i will stop what i'm doing and i'm like oh no like immediately <laughs> like you have to sing it like you can't not sing it and like the way their voices are overlapping at the end is also really pretty it's just a really pretty song i love it good choice yeah, um, we're going to double dip into Aladdin here, which I was trying to avoid, but you know, we're we're just going to do it. I'm going to take uh, A Friend Like Me from Fire. Yeah. Yeah. Making Robin Williams is basically rapping. Um, just, yes. This shit is gas, bro. <laughs> Friend like me is one of like one of the best. Uh, Aladdin is one of my favorite movies. Um out of the Disney movies, but I usually don't think of it as like the music in it. Like I enjoy a lot of Aladdin, but I'm not when I think about Aladdin, I don't think about the music. And when I was going back looking through my list, I was surprised. I was like, damn, there's a whole new world. There's friend like me, there's uh Prince Ali, there's so much 
in here that just like works extremely well in the movie, but also works well to listen to outside of it. And friend like me, Robin Williams, yeah, goes crazy on it. That he got a lot of slack when he was first cast because people didn't believe like, well, that's just a money grab, mm-hmm. and he really showed out. Bro, this shit is fine. as he should. <laughs> This a, yeah, that's long as yeah, it's a staple. Like, I even think Will Smith did really well at it too. Yeah, and Will Smith's little rapping like end credit bonus thing that he did for it was pretty good too. I was a fan of that. Um, my next one is going from a little lesser, no, not lesser, but people don't really uh, hold it in the same regard. But I'm going to go with, ooh, I'm trying to decide which one I want from this movie. Ah. It's so hard. There's, I have like 50 songs on this list. We should have done 10 <laughs> because they're <laughs> all so good. Honestly, I didn't want to like press Lee too much. <laughs> Lee is like, my brain is not. I mean, I could honestly skim for ten, to be honest. I'm I'm gonna go with "Why Should I Worry" by Billy Joel. Oh that, wow! Yeah, uh, that one on Oliver and Company. Big fan of that one. Um, Oliver and Company is super underrated to me. I don't know why. It kind of is. Again, another another like grimy ass Disney movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Street cats and like hustlers and <laughs> <laughs> stuff. Big fan of it. So yeah, Oliver and Company. Um, Billy Joel kind of I mean he's one of the first major ones to do it because Elton John isn't until Lion King and before mm-hmm. there were very many so that was another one people felt like was a gimmick and it was really on a down period for Disney and it didn't make a lot of money so it's kind of seen as a failure but going back Oliver and Company is one of my favorite ones for sure yeah I agree. I like Oliver and Company a lot. Now, I haven't seen it as much as I've seen, like, the princess movies, obviously, but, like, it is underrated, as you said. Mm-hmm. Wait, what do we got? You know, I gotta make sure, because I don't know how, like, <clears throat> you know, I, don't know, I don't know how big some of these songs are that I'm picking. I gotta make sure I get one that's just, like, duh, everybody knows this song, like, no matter what, everybody knows it. I don't think I have one of those yet. So I'm gonna go ahead and get one, and I'm gonna go with Hakuna Matata, man. Like that is a great steal, right there. Super feel good song, super <laughs> fun. Like you know it. Like the like the speech in the song, like the talking in the song, I think is like super fun as well. Even as someone who like the Lion King's one that I like, kind of have more memory of. I've probably seen it at some point. Like kind of. <laughs> like it's more fun with that context of like knowing a little more of what's going on and it's just a classic man everybody knows Hakuna Matata so yeah give me give me Hakuna Matata right here no I agree because like the transition from his like little kidness to like adulthood and they're like walking on the log you're like oh okay yeah yeah we're cooking you know yeah and the scatting at the end like hello (laughs) (laughs) for what but it goes with it, so it's okay. Carm, we're back to you for... Ah, they might be your last two picks. We'll reevaluate. It if- is, and it's so difficult. Okay. <laughs> so I like 
I wasn't going to say this one because then I was like, oh, but there's another that I really like. But I feel like I have to give credit. So uh, I'm going to say zero to hero. You are her- kidding me, man. <laughs> I'm just sorry. Because you hurt the Hercules soundtrack is so freaking good. Zero to hero is like a full on gospel moment that we're having in ancient Greece. And I'm like, what is this? And it's like the perfect Hercules, like not, it's technically not his coming of age because that'd be one last hope. But like, he's just becoming like who this hero that he wants to be. And it's just, oh, the voices, the animation, it's beautiful. Zero to hero. Just like that beautiful did i steal that one from you yeah you did That's i'm the- sorry <laughs> that was that was gonna be my last pick i was really i really thought i could hold on to it but it's it's great that you took I'm it i'm sorry yeah, zero to hero on my list as well super like i mean yeah just kind of reminds you of being in a church <laughs> like <laughs> like the it was funny when I was hearing it for the first time because just like the constant pickup of energy before I picked up that I was like, okay, this is obviously <laughs> kind of like gospel inspired. I was like, oh, wait, they're kind of increasing the tempo a little bit. And I was no, like, oh, yeah. wait, they're doing it again. And I was like, okay, yeah, we're in like a full fucking come to Jesus moment. <laughs> like, yeah. they're very dope. Trust track. my soul. Yeah. Her yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it just, did. It, it takes did. a whole turn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is so difficult. Okay, let me double check because there's two that I'm like stuck on. There's three. Oh God. Okay. Mm. <laughs> it hurts. Um, I'm gonna say just because I feel like it's an underrated movie. I'm gonna say Hellfire from hunchback of notre dame okay i honestly do not remember this song but exactly (laughs) it's so okay so how hunchback of notre dame first of all is just a super dark movie and i don't really know how it's for children but it's fine because it's hellfire it's lord frollo sings it it's about him having impure thoughts about esmeralda And the words in it are literally, she will be mine or she will burn. (laughs) So he's literally just having this wrestling with his soul and going to heaven or like being damned to hell for eternity. Like, and he's saying like his desire for her is like hell fire. And I'm like, oh, excuse me, Lord Frollo. For the movie people, Hunchback in Notre Dame is basically the Disney version of Taxi Driver. Pretty <laughs> like the hunchback is basically Travis Bickle. Like it's it's very uh incel heavy. Um <laughs> I do like uh, driver. I, I will say driver. <laughs> What's up? Nothing. I just that was a very interesting um Comparison. analogy, simile you did, yes. I'm really sick because I kind of want to see it now. <laughs> like, no bullshit. It's pretty... I watched Back of Notre Dame is pretty good. Yeah, I watched it a lot when I was younger. Um, yeah. Like the right. whole... Yeah. I think that was... Yeah, Ronda Lee now. Lee, you, we got your last one. You're wrapping. Yeah, potentially the last pick here. Um, and, you know, we talk a lot... Like, a lot of my joints are older. Um, I haven't really tapped into like the new sound 
and I'm definitely gonna do that here. A song that like reached heights that I think even probably surprised um the Mickey oh, Mouse folks. Is it and <laughs> I gotta I gotta pick let it go right here. Okay. Wow. Let it go from Frozen. Um this shit is crazy. This is another kind of like I love the build up on this one. This is like actually a legitimately good song. Mm-hmm. I remember like when this song was out, like having not seen the movie and Loki in the back of my head being like, yo, she 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 kind of singing her ass off for real. Like this shit is really kind of going. Um like I can like I can't recall like a lot of modern tracks uh like in this vein, but and I feel like it's kind of hard to do these songs now and have them reach mm-hmm. reach heights like Let It Go reaches. Um, so yeah, I'm going with Let It Go here, like an actual good song. The vocals are great. Um, I don't know how it like fits within the movie, but <laughs> like I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go Let It Go right here. That's when she's she's been forced to hide her powers her whole life. So like this is her on her own finally and letting it go for for you for your. Thank you. (laughs) I got a little cousin. She is four years old. Um, And when she was two and a half, three, she would just sing Let It Go (laughs) for hours. Just like from one room to the next, just let it go, let it go. And it is the first Disney song in like 20 years I've heard have an effect on kids like that. Um. It's probably like since the 90s, but I really like, I mean, kids obviously attach themselves to all different kinds of Disney movies and like animated stuff, but let it go itself as a song, like you mm-hmm. said, heights that no one could have imagined that it's a nuts great pick. Great uh, I'm gonna punt my draft with this last pick just because I it's too funny for me not to include it. Um I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a song from a Pixar movie. And I'm gonna take Life is a Highway by Rascal Flats. Life's like a road that you travel along. Talk about a gas pack of a song, bro. (laughs) Like yo, as someone who you're a country correspondent, yeah. As someone as someone who like frequents a lot of his time driving down the Oklahoma country. Literally to to prepare for this episode, <laughs> I drove down to a town called Okarchi, Oklahoma. That do you know how like just the sound of how country that sounds? Yeah. Yes, it's that and then some. Um, wish I would have had this song on the queue for this drive because it would have fit in great. Yeah. <laughs> Life is, yeah, yeah. I mean, just I mean, I'm not a country music fan at all, but there's just something <laughs> hilariously innocent about this song i don't know how to describe it like it's so harmless and so harmful at the same time (laughs) i feel like it's weird i feel like it's weirdly self-aware to be honest exactly um it's it's very life's like a road that you travel on is one day here and the next day gone you're like oh i died cool thank you for bringing that to my attention you talking you talking they talking that talk man like Mm-hmm. We don't hesitate. Not Rascal Flats. I'm mad that came out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, we're gonna. Me and you are probably gonna go for like another 20 minutes naming our honorable mentions. But um, let's period. recap. Period. Sorry. 
Let's recap the draft real quick. Karm ended up with Circle of Life from Lion King. I'll make a man out of you from Mulan. Everybody wants to be a cat by Aristocats. Zero to Hero in Hercules. Hellfire and Hunchback in Notre Dame. Lee ended up with Eye to Eye in a Goofy movie. Almost There in Princess and the Frog. A Whole New World in Aladdin. Hakuna Matata in Lion King. And Let It Go in Frozen. I ended up with You'll Be in My Heart in Tarzan. I Want to Be Like You in Jungle Book. A Friend Like Me in Aladdin. Why Should I Worry from Oliver and Company. And Life is a Highway from the Motion Picture Cars. Oh my God. Not the motion picture. <laughs> I think for the most part, we had an extremely strong draft. There's no like wild selections outside of Life is a Highway. <laughs> <laughs> It is a good song. That's the only part that I'm like, I'm mad that he's kind of right. <laughs> no, good. Like everything that was picked was actually on my list. I think. I think Hellfire Ooh, wow. was the only one that wasn't. But like everything else, I was like, it's obscure. It's I, yeah, everything else, I like. <laughs> well, and Life Is a Highway, of course. But everything, like pretty much everything, was on my radar going back. So yeah, I think definitely went well. A lot of good picks. Lee, what are some honorable mentions you had? What's some stuff we didn't get to? Um, I just can't wait to be king from the Lion King. Ah, that's and, my favorite Lion King song. Uh, Topsy Turvy from the Hunchback. Topsy Turvy. Um, yeah, big Topsy Turvy fan. That was actually like the very next one on my list to get picked. Uh, you've got a friend of me as well from Toy Story is one that I would have yeah. liked to sneak in there. Very like well, fun. Randy Newman, Randy Newman does a lot of Disney yeah. stuff. And like a darker cut would probably be "Be Prepared" from The Lion King, which is a freaking great song. Yeah. It's one of the best villain songs. Yeah, it's one very, of them. yeah, very very fun. Yeah, yeah. "Be Prepared." Uh, I think I'm, <laughs> I don't know if we were recording yet, but I made that joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he said, "Yeah, we were." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like so much in Tarzan that we missed um, there was the Lilo and Stitch song and I always I, I mispronounce it every time so I don't want to mess it up but it is very beautiful like Polynesian music do you know which one I'm talking about Carmen mm-hmm. if you <laughs> not we're gonna tell it okay. I know Hawaiian roller coaster ride and then the other and I just uh, call it no Lilo. yes yes that one incredible um that's that's something from some of the newer stuff. I mean, we touched on "Let It Go." There's some Princess and the Frog joints on there that we missed. What mm-hmm. we missed, Car? Talk to me. Okay, so my list is literally like this because <laughs> I really couldn't. She like me. That's crazy. She I like me. Um. Okay, so like you said Tarzan, Son of Man. Son of Man goes ham. That's literally um, Tarzan. Literally going from little boy Tarzan to like big tarzan and it's just a great transition um oh my god with frozen i frozen 2 i think honestly those songs it's like i like them a little bit more than let it go because of like the the like story yes i have heard this take before it's a hot one it's 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 one that gets people going but there are some people that share it with you that like frozen 2 they think had better music into the unknown and show yourself are beautiful like show yourself is indina menzel that's elsa and evan rachel wood them their voices together are like mind-blowing mind-blowing 
it's short I, i'm trying to go fast okay like honor to us all i don't know how, that's a great song it's a great song it's mulan they literally said scarier than the undertaker we are meeting our matchmaker and this is what the 90s when the undertaker is like super big wwe and i'm like they made connections just like that <laughs> savages the char- the hello you're in like the 1400s car well <laughs> they don't got, they don't got to w- me regardless <laughs> yes but the- scarier than the undertaker anyway so savages pocahontas yeah. Savages. Sa- savages, savages, and then like Pocahontas. It said Savages Part um, Two. Yeah, also another like racially insensitive ass song. <laughs> On both sides, well, not really, but yeah, these white men are demons. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, like Savages Part Two. That's when Mulan's voice comes. Mulan, Pocahontas's voice comes back into it, and she's like, like this. On top of all of them literally being, like you said, super racist. And it's just really, it's a beautiful moment, oddly. He's a tramp. Lady and the tramp. We didn't say any. I remember the movie. (laughs) Tramp. But they love him. It's like an OG, like, this guy's a hoe, but everyone loves him and we can't stop song. Interesting. Um, Look through my eyes from Brother Bear. Phil Collins again. Yes. That one I remember. (sighs) I am, yeah. I am Moana is a beautiful song from Moana. That's not, yeah. We don't talk about Bruno, obviously. Obviously, you need to. I don't have either of you listened to that because I don't think you have, and I could punch both of you in the face. Oh wow, that's crazy! Because it's Um. so musically, it's beautiful. We're listening to it when we leave here. I don't care. Um. Whatever it takes to not get punched in the face. You know? <laughs> yeah. I forgot my Lion King two my wow my mouth. My Lion King two songs. First of all, he lives in you. That song, beautiful. Wait, did you Deception. say Deception? Did you, you say Lion Lion King? Lion King, King two? Like Lion King also? Or like they made a Lion, Lion King two They made a straight to video Lion King. Are two, you though. kidding? I, there's I three Lion King it. movies. <laughs> there's three. three there's Lion King. One and a half. Lion one King two. One and a half is Basura. One and a it's, half. It's purely for laughs. It's Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, it's like it's although Lion King movie, but from the perspective of Timon and Pumbaa. So every time yeah. someone's like out doing something, it's like what Timon and Pumbaa are doing. I, yeah. I do like Digatana though. Digatana is a great song. But yeah, see, but yeah, not one of us from Lion King two. That's the deception, disgrace. What's no. It? Now I now I know they're singing Lion King, so oh I didn't even know god. that before. Oh my god! You, you need it when to... I was like ten. I have not seen it. It's before. so good. It's it's the prides come. To... I'm not gonna ruin it. But it scars like his adopted son and mm-hmm. Simba's daughter. Mm-hmm. And like this is them the Simba exiled Scar's son because he thought he tried to kill him or whatever. So this song comes on and they're like just saying that he's not one of us, he'll never be one of us. Like it's not our kind. Like it gets really intense. But it's like animals sounding like boys to men, and it's like insane. I need you to listen to that. Uh, dig a little deeper, Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. 
surface pressure uh encanto because it just touches on a lot of points that I think we as adults feel like there's just a lot of pressure to be this thing that you're not um remember me from Coco hello yep Coco in general is also really good it's a Miguel song too <laughs> he said I gotta throw Miguel in there um <laughs> and I think one of my last ones is the golden afternoon it's from Alice in the Alice in Mm-hmm. Alice in <laughs> Wonderland. Yeah. Um, that's when she's literally and she's in the garden and the flowers start talking to her. It's real trippy, but then mm-hmm. it's like a really pretty old song. And I think the last oh, part of your world reprise and poor unfortunate souls. Poor unfortunate souls. Very surprising that they didn't get off the board. Under the sea also not off the board. Yeah, or, which is crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, some other ones: Thomas O'Malley, The Alley Cat. From Aristocats, just oh, we skipped out on bare necessity. Another bare necessity, yeah. I told you it was hard to do five, five is hard, yeah. And uh, what's the other one? OD Lolly, um, sung by that one, yeah. Being sped up for some the hamster dance, the hamster dance, that is the hamster dance. I'm sorry. um oh real quick uh i got these bathrooms so can you guys debate on what's the best (laughs) disney movie real quick oh okay so we can we can have a more subtle discussion all right y'all do that i'll be right back yeah okay Um, let's let's talk the best disney movie let's let's change the question a little bit okay okay to me but what what do you think has like what movie do you think has the best music mm. to movie difference where you're not that big on the movie, but you're super big on the music? Uh, hmm. I almost said Tarzan, but I actually really like Tarzan. I think that's my answer. Um, yeah. It's either Tarzan or Mulan. Uh, you're not big on Mulan. I'm big on the music. I really, really like the music. Uh, not sure I'm too big on the movie. It's so funny. The grandma. Would you like to stay for dinner? Would you like to stay forever? <laughs> um, that's a really hard question. Um, I mean, I guess I don't really watch Tarzan that often, but I do like I will listen to it more. Mm-hmm. But that's just because... What about what's, like, what what's or, the best combination of music and m- movie? What do you what do you think the music helps the movie the most with? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, honestly, like one of the really big ones I would say is Encanto. Okay, it's really. You got to watch it more than once. The first time you're kind of like, what is going on? But the second time you're like, oh, wow. Wow. And then it's like beautiful. Like there's a song in there. Um, Dos origuitas. It's like two caterpillars. It's a really pretty song, but it's like a really intense scene. Um, I can't like think of other movies right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the most basic answer for me <laughs> Carm just raised her hand. I guess you can speak, Carm. Thank you for being so polite. You may, you no may, you may, you may address the crowd. 
um another movie why am i doing it twice um the movie okay i'm not that into tangled the movie but i like the music from tangled okay yeah yeah there we go um yeah as for like music that enhances a movie a lot it's pretty basic answer but i think lion king by itself is a really good movie like Mm -hmm. just story and you know like it's hamlet um basically and that inspiration and the characters are funny and everything and then the music just takes it to another level Mm -hmm. um there's kind of that struggle early on especially when i think about like jungle book or aristocats which are actually two of my favorite disney movies where i feel like the music is kind of just the moments that you're waiting for um while Lion King, it feels like if you took all the music out, it's still a very watchable movie and it's still a really good music movie. And then you add uh, Be Prepared and you add Yeah, Whole Life and you add Hakuna Matata and it becomes the classic that it is. Be Prepared. I don't, that's still a good song. I don't know how I didn't have that on my list. But same thing with Lion King 2. Whenever you decide to watch that, My Lullaby is another great villain song and it's Zira sings it. She's the evil lion. That's a great song. We didn't mention anything from Beauty and the Beast, too. Which, which I- were crazy. I think I said, oh, no, I didn't say. I said Belle on my list. Yep, and Gaston and Be Our Guest. Who? Gaston. Gaston. Thank you. Gaston, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you the, said that. The American accent. Uh, uh, yes. Lee, what's your favorite Disney movie. Let's just let's just get right to it. What is? Uh, gotta be the Lion King for sure. Like okay. you know, what I'm saying a lot of legendary moments, memes, which are super important to me. Um, <laughs> dope tracks, uh, historical relevance. It's got it's, it all. They made a sequel that I didn't even know about. Yeah, that's... <laughs> so gotta go with the Lion King here. The um, sequel. The and yeah, maybe, maybe I'll see the Sarah. She is it's Liz Calloway. She's also Anastasia's voice. So you already know the vibes. So you need to watch it. <laughs> Carm, I'm gonna give you a few more questions. One, I want your favorite. I want what you think is the best and what you think is the most underappreciated Disney movie. My yeah. favorite Disney movie? I don't even freaking know. Um, oh, um, I'm pretty sure it's it's always a toss-up between Mulan and Pocahontas, which are both like terribly historically inaccurate, but it's okay. <laughs> um, I just really like those two stories. Like Pocahontas, I think, came out the year I was born. I don't know. I feel like a weird kinship with it for absolutely no reason. But I also really like the art. Like uh, it's just pretty. Like Colors of the Wind. Wow, we didn't say Colors of the Wind. Mm-hmm which is like it's crazy it's colors of the wind where <laughs> what are we doing listen um, we, we only got five songs like you know if I, I yeah or if i never knew you like those are two really good songs and they actually cut if i ever knew you out of the movie whenever they play it like on tv which is sad but anyway i digress they cut it out on disney plus too I, that makes me upset um so yeah pocahontas and mulan are my favorites i think my top four it's pocahontas mulan uh princess and the frog and encanto honestly wow what is the encanto i really like it i like the story 
What's the second question? What's the best? What 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 do you think? Best by like standard. The best I would. My mouth wants to say Lion King just because that's what first comes to my mind. Just because like, it's like all generations like. It's perfect. There's not generations that don't know Lion King songs. Like it's just like it's across the board amazing story music wise visually uh like the end of lion king like it's such a like uh yeah lion king i would say is the best and underrated what's one you want to put your cape on for what's one you <laughs> it sounded like lion king too for a little bit <laughs> no but but what's one you want <laughs> everyone you gotta you gotta give this another shot like it's it's the real deal um just in general or like musical in general um anything atlantis and treasure planet okay atlantis though so freaking underrated cree summer like so underrated such a good freaking story just because it doesn't have music you don't hear about it anymore and it's so depressing because i love atlantis so bad um what's a musical one though um do i like ride or die for any song any disney movie um besides encanto apparently that i've been telling y'all lion king 2 duh here i am lion king 2 there we go you don't need to watch it. You're sick for that. Sick. You're in uh, trouble. Both of you, time out. Carver <laughs> <laughs> said, your mics are muted. Exactly. I'm, still, I'm still not 100% convinced Lion King 2 is a real thing. I'm going to take her word for it. Are like, you kidding me? It's Lion, it, King, but, um, it's Lion King 2 Simba's Pride. Simba's the Mufasa. See, nah, they can see, when you added the long ass side, I'm like, is that real? <laughs> like, but yeah, no, I'll check it out for sure, for sure. Film nerd aside, for anyone that's listening, uh, Atlantis was written by Josh Whedon, which is fucking crazy. Josh Whedon, uh, like Avengers writer, Josh <laughs> Josh Whedon. Wow. Uh, so that that's kind of crazy that he started out there on Disney. The animation in Atlantis is insane. Mm-hmm. So I, my favorite Disney movie is Jungle Book. My best Disney movie is between Aladdin and Lion King, but I'm probably going to lean Lion King. And most underrated, already talked about it, Oliver and Company. Just yeah. It's the one scumbag Disney movie. Like, it, it's <laughs> about a bunch of just, like, scummy-ass, like, alley. Yeah. The, Oliver and Company and Aristocats. Something about the cats. Disney's got some <laughs> bias yeah. about cats. They want to make them, like, uh, trashy big fan of it <laughs> it's conspiracy yeah oliver and company also written by james mangold which is fucking crazy because this is like two years before he write uh he directs um copland so yeah james mangold just starts off at disney and makes crime movies everywhere else so that makes sense for oliver and company uh yeah that might be it for disney stuff Carm. Thank you for joining. Yes, of course. Thanks for coming through. We appreciate it. Um, we like to ask as well, like what kind of not like what kind of music are you listening to that's not of the Disney variety? 
um, lately. What's on your playlist? You know, good stuff like that. Um, yeah, you, Karn. Okay. Yeah, you. Um, <laughs> you have to call me out like that. Uh, what am I listening to right now? I've been listening to a lot of Dominic Fike. I'm very into him right now. Um, what else? Did you laugh at me? Oh, sorry. I was ready. I was ready. Like, oh, I've been listening to the, mm, my mouth. I have also been listening to a lot of Bad Bunny. Hell yeah. I love Bad Bunny. Um, and Lana. I listen to a lot of Lana, but that's like all the time. Um, Harry Styles, obviously. SZA. Uh, Joji, also. Oh, yeah. Joji's been blowing up a little bit more, too. Yeah. Yeah, love Not that. really. Lee, yeah. is there uh, anything new you've been listening to? What's um This past weekend was a pretty good one. Uh, Joyce Rice dropped a little EP. I mean, especially for uh, people nostalgic for like a 2000s R&B feel. I feel like Joyce Rice is going to be right up your alley. A little five-pack, so not even like a ton of these <laughs> to commit to. Um, it's super dope. I also got a shout out to Alex Vaughn, man. Love Renaissance signee. Shout out to Love Renaissance. They're doing good shit over there. Um, Alex Vaughn is their newest signee, I believe. She dropped her debut project last weekend, and God, did it just shock the shit out of me. She sounds great. Um, songwriting is great. Like everything about it is great. Hype for some visuals. Um, and for people to check that one out too. So Al- Alex Vaughn is definitely one. If you're another RB project as well, you know me. But yeah, Alex Vaughn as well is another one. I would say those two for sure. Yeah. Um, as for albums, the only one I really listened to this weekend was Shabusi. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. This country rapper from Virginia that's kind of half joke, half serious, makes some good stuff. Uh, my big shout out though. We're gonna we're gonna do a whole episode on this. It's gonna be about an hour and a half. We're yeah, we're breaking down. I took the walk to pull. Shout out to Yachty, man. Shout out to Oh my god. I was so not even thinking really that much of Lil Yachty, and then I just get this notification from CashCon, like, yo, did, like what look at this shit that Lil Yachty is doing and I mean, it kind of, to me, it's kind of reminiscent of Pissy Pamper, like when Pissy Pamper kind of dropped for the first time and people just being like, oh my God, we need the full song. And they've already done the video. I, I don't know if the video has like an extended version or if it's that same link. I would love a feature on there. Like I, I mentioned Lil Durk. I feel like Lil Durk would be great on there. People mentioned Lil Baby, uh, even Uzi, uh, Cardi, like anybody in that realm would be dope. So I would hope for a full cut of uh, a Poland soon. Oh God! He levitates, man. It's gorgeous. Stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah, um, it is crazy addictive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks yeah. for tuning in. Uh, what's what's going on this weekend? This weekend's little baby, right? It is a very natural progression to go from Disney music to little baby music. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna break down good or bad. We're gonna break down little baby's new yeah, album. Yeah, we we will review that little baby. We've been thinking about it for months, <laughs> so like two years now since my turn dropped. Yeah. 
pitching for some baby. Yeah. But, uh, as always, thank you, Carm. Really do. Appreciate thank you, Carm. We appreciate your time so, so much. You're the best. No problem. I'm not done with you because you need to listen to these songs, though. So it's we will okay. listen to it. So we got to <laughs> come to the recording and then we're going to get berated by Carm for a half yeah. hour. Yes, exactly. Right. So thank you all for tuning in and uh, have a good one.